Welcome to Shouts of Grace Radio, practical conversations from God's Word hosted by Pastor Steve Pearson of Redemption Hill Church in Saratoga Springs. At Shouts of Grace Radio, it is our purpose to encourage you to see the Bible as God's source of truth for everyday life and grace as a foundation for a genuine relationship with God. Now, let's join Pastor Steve for today's conversation. Hey, welcome back to the program. We are so blessed that you would take some time out of your day uh, to join us. Um, my name is Pastor Steve Pierce, and I'm the host here at Shouts of Grace Radio, and I've got a couple of uh, guests in studio, and we'll get to that in a second. But just real quick, if you are new to Shouts of Grace um, and you've never listened before, maybe you're tuning in for the first time or the second time, we want to say welcome and thank you for joining us and let you know that uh, at any point you can go to our website, shoutsofgraceradio.com, and there you can catch up on all of our past broadcasts and episodes. Um, If you don't know, uh, Shouts of Grace takes a biblical worldview, a biblical perspective on matters of life. Sometimes we go through scripture, sometimes we go through uh, events and just different things that affect us as humans, and we seek to get God's perspective on things. And if you are a return listener, uh, we want to thank you for your support and encourage you um, to to keep on and and, and and maybe even drop us a, a note or a letter, um, an email through our website at shoutsofgraceradio.com. We also want to give a shout out to Key Radio for letting us use their studios here in Provo, Utah. Today, I have um, two good friends in studio. Um, I have Pastor Joe Funicello from Redemption Hill Church, and I have Pastor Mike Cunningham, who attends Redemption Hill Church, who's going to be planting a church next year, and we're super excited to be able to help him in that. How are you guys doing? Great. Thanks for having us. Awesome. Good, thank you. Good, good. Well, today, you guys, what I want to do um, is I want to talk about something really practical. You know, I, I, think, I think a lot of times um, as believers, we kind of, you know, we're, we're kind of told— um, you know, how to live, so to speak. Here's the list, do this. And we're told what to believe and, and here's what we need to believe. But sometimes practically working those things out is is a little difficult, right? And, 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 and I think the Bible, sometimes it gives us very specifics, but then it gives us some generalities that we can kind of apply to our life and it applies imagery to them. And so what I want to do is I want to, I want us to dive into a little section in, in Leviticus chapter eight, where there's some imagery that's attached to what I believe is is both an act of God and an instruction to humanity. And so, in in Leviticus chapter eight, if I could just kind of kind of paint the canvas a little bit, um, you, you've got the priests that are coming uh, b- before the Lord, and and God is giving them two rams. Uh, he's given them a sin offering, and He's giving them a an uh, a ram of consecration, which is referred to. And so, in verse in chapter eight of Leviticus, in verse um, Hello, verse 18, it says, Then he presented the ram of the burnt offering. Other versions say the sin offering. And Aaron and his sons laid their hands on the head of the ram, and he killed it. And Moses threw the blood against the sides of the altar. He cut the ram into pieces, and Moses uh, burned the head and the pieces and the fat, and he washed the entrails and the legs with water, and Moses burned the whole ram. And then you go down to verse 22. Now they take the second ram. Then he presented the other ram, the ram of ordination, or other versions say consecration. And Aaron and his sons laid their hands on the head of the ram, only this time they killed it. And Moses took some of its blood and he put it on the lobe of Aaron's right ear and on the thumb of his right hand and on the big toe of his right foot. This seems like a bizarre 
you know, ritual, right? I'm going to kill this ram. I'm going to take the blood. I'm going to dip it in. Uh, and, and I'm going to take my thumb. I'm going to dip it in the in the blood, and I'm going to touch my right ear. I'm going to touch my right hand, and I'm going to touch um, my right toe. And so, and so, here's what you find, you guys. You find that God is sending a message to those who are going to represent Him to the priests that you are consecrated to God from the top of your head to the sole of your feet. There is no part of your life that is to be separated from Him, right? And and so I, w- I want to look into that practically as as believers, what that means. And so he starts off and he says that he touches his right ear. Uh, Mike, he, he, he's saying your ear as a priest, mm-hmm. let's say as a believer, your ear is to be set aside for me. Talk about what that what that means, what that could entail. Well, I mean, what is part of the garbage in, garbage out, uh, you know, premise where, you know, we we our senses belong to God. And it's very important that we guard our senses uh, and and make sure that we're putting proper things in into our mind, into our senses, because you know there's a lot out there, as you would know, that uh, would not be edifying uh, in this process. Because what we have in, in in Leviticus chapter eight, it's a rite of passage. Aaron and and his sons are being promoted from lay people into the priesthood. You know, they're going from one standard to another. And and so, you know, these passages, as I'm glad that you're taking on Leviticus, not everyone does. Um, what we're seeing here is, is, again, beginning with, if you want to follow Christ, you know, committing, again, what you hear, and that could be slander, you know, it could be slander, it could be, you know, bad, bad media, it could be all kinds of other things that, that, you know, you need to edit out, because God has something bigger for you. God wants you, you know, he doesn't want you just to be satisfied in one, one area of your life when he can use you more powerfully if you're willing to give those, that commitment to him. That's right. And, and I, I think that's a great, that's, that's, a, that's a great an- analogy and application is, you know, what we let into our ear for, for sure, right? You know, th- the truth is the enemy is bidding for our approval of things, right? He wants, he, he wants us to be persuaded by something that's either an uh, uh, that's aberrant or it's not true, and so he is constantly speaking into our ear lies. He's using people to do it. He's using sometimes friends. He uses us. He uses yes. our our biases all the time, right? I mean, how many times do we do we maybe have a friend who has odd against somebody, and they are sharing their experiences, and we have odd against that person, and we've never even met them, right? Those are things that are going into our ear that he wants to use to persuade us to kind of distance ourselves from the reality of God's persuasion. And so that absolutely happens. But Joe, another part to this is our ear should be set aside to the Lord, that Mm -hmm. we should be set aside to hear from God. Talk about that. Talk about what it looks like. How do we separate our ear so that we're set aside to hear from God? Yeah, the the spiritual component, of course, is is, uh, so important. Uh, They're being consecrated, set apart to serve the Lord. And so for us, uh, this day, this present time, as believers being set apart, whether you're in the pastorship or leadership or anything, no matter what, you want to have um, spiritual ears. And so first and foremost, we're going to get that by hearing from God's word. It's going to set the standard for us. It's going to keep us in that place. And then I'm reminded of John that that in first John, he says that the spirit will teach you all things. And so the spiritual component of that is that as we're reading God's word and we set ourselves aside to do that and take that seriously, God's going to speak to in our ears, to our spirits 
about um, the things that either apply to us or uh, our relationship with him or circumstances, whatever. He's going to encourage and build us up in that, the spiritual component, which we need, which we need to live that way because, you know, things got completely turned around the proper order when we came to Christ. Instead of body, soul, spirit, it was spirit, soul, and body. Yeah. You, you know, I, I, I like you guys. What when, when Jesus is talking to the churches in Revelation, he, he says several different times, he says, let him who has an ear hear yeah. what the Spirit says to the church, right? And I think that's an important distinction is, is yes, you know, we're to set aside our ear 100%. It's, it's to honor the Lord and the things that we let in. And on the other side of that, too, is we need to hear what God is saying to the church. You need to hear what God is saying to us. And yes. I think one of the best ways to do that is oftentimes when we pray, it's we treat it as if it's a if it's a one-way communication, right? We push the button down yeah. and we just keep talking and we never take our thumb off of the button so that they can talk so God can talk back. And, <laughs> right. and I think yeah. hearing hearing from the Lord means sometimes we need to wait silently and we need to not move until God talks. Um and and, and absolutely I think our, our relationship with God is built on hearing, right? I mean James even talks about like that. You know, he, he says, let, let him, you know, be slow to speak and, and quick to hear, right? And so that's a, that's an important part of of, of, of walking with the Lord. And, and, to, and to your point, Mike, you know, when you talk about this being the priesthood, um, practically speaking, Peter talks about the priesthood of all believers. So right. we would say this this applies to all believers. It that does. Be careful what you let in mm. to your ears, because yeah. I'm, I'm thinking of today, man, there's so many voices that are that, that that are talking today asking for us to approve of jump on this bandwagon approve of this of this agenda this movement here all of those are voices coming in and god is saying wait a minute consecrate your ear to me because right. he's got to be the loudest voice in the room right he's got to trump all other voices and so yeah. um that's 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 a huge part well, and what i like about it it's it's these are people being groomed to be leaders spiritual leaders and anyone who wants to be a spiritual leader needs to have the ear attuned to God. Yeah. How many times have we seen leadership fall who they just little influences, little bitty influences built up over time mm. that eventually caused them to stray. And so we have to make God the, the authority in our life. And, you know, we have to attune ourselves, to our attention to him for, and because it's so easy to stray in other areas. Yeah. And, and I just, you know, one of the, you know, I, I, you know, I'll, I'll admit, I'll, I'll go on record and I admit, I do watch the news. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I think I watch the news because I want to be informed of what's happening. But but I know also that there are certain there are certain outlets that I go to that are going to that they're going to appeal to a certain part of a person to pull them into a narrative. And and that too is a part of an ear. And I think, you know, we were talking earlier on uh, or earlier in the week um, when I was talking with, with Mike and Heather, we were talking about just how everybody, everybody wants to, you know, choose a side of something. Right. And, and I was, I was telling them about just the story in the book of Joshua in Joshua chapter five, where, where Joshua's was walking on the road. It's getting ready to, to, to go into, um, to go into um, hello Jericho. And, and he meets the angel of the Lord, the commander of the Lord of hosts is on a road with a sword drawn. And anytime you see there's a sword drawn, you're thinking, okay, well, there's going to battle. And so he asked the question, are you on our side or our enemy side? There's your choice. Are you on our side or enemy side? And the angel of the Lord says, no. <laughs> he says, in other versions, say neither. 
You know, I ain't here for that, right? And, and I think I think there's something in that because ultimately what he does, he says, no, I'm not here to be on your side. You're here to be on my side. Take off your shoes. The ground you stand is holy ground. Joshua drops the ground. He realized, okay, I can't bring my agenda to God and say, God, pick one. Yeah. Mm. I, God pulls me into his agenda and he tells me how he's going to overthrow Jericho and it ain't going to be by a sword. And, and I think there's a lesson in that for us, you guys, when we're tuning our ears into something, we need to be careful that we're not... We're not, you know, basically being drawn into the the one of two choices, if you will, and there's a third choice, which is God's. We better make sure our ears set aside for the Lord. That's hey, when, on good. the other side of this, what I want to do is talk about these other two um, um, elements that, that that are consecrated here, and 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 kind of what that practically means. Talking about the hands and the, and the things that we hold on to. And the toe being a part of the foot signifying the paths that we choose, okay? Um, so let's talk about that on the other side of the break. You're listening to Shouts of Grace. We will be right back. You're listening to Shouts of Grace with Pastor Steve, the radio ministry of Redemption Hill Church in Saratoga Springs, Utah. For more information about Redemption Hill, you can visit our website at rhutah.church. Shouts of Grace Radio is thankful for the encouragement from Key Radio, reaching Utah with the good news of eternal life from their station in Provo, Utah. Now, let's join Pastor Steve for the conclusion of today's conversation. Welcome back to the program. I am in studio today with uh, two good friends. I got Joe Funicello, pastor at Redemption Hill Church, and I got Pastor Mike Cunningham, um, future church planter, attendee of Redemption Hill Church. And I can't say um, what's going to happen here in the new future because I would spoil it all, but um, you can tune in around August to Redemption Hill and um, and, and you'll get the 411 on what's happening there. But um, you guys, before the break, we're talking about this consecration, this idea from the top of your head to the sole of your feet. And we talked about the ear, but let's move on because, because the blood was also applied to the right thumb, which signifies the hand, which practically speaking, the people that are going to walk with God need to be careful of the things they hold on to, mm-hmm. right? And, and what I put my hand to, whether, whether it's something that I'm, that I'm, you know, the hands always talk about work, you know, what, what I'm going to support, what I'm going to put myself into. Um, and, and so Mike, you know, this is important in a believer's life because we could work for the wrong things. Oh yeah. Oh, <laughs> we absolutely. could put our hand, we could put our hand to something and it be the wrong thing or it not be fruitful. So, so when a believer is to be consecrated in their hands, so to speak, what I hold on to talk about how important that is in day-to-day life. You know, our sense of purpose should come from God because obviously we are created in his image and we have a lot of skills and we can go a lot of different directions. And right now in our culture, I almost feel like people, as long as they have food on the table and a nice place to live and kind of that nice little lifestyle, they're good and they're not going to venture off. But guys, God has something bigger for you. His purposes are bigger than just our contentment and our, and our, our ease, you know? And so what happens is there's different ways you could, you can apply this. First of all, you, you ask yourself, what is the purpose of my life? Why, how is God leading me? God has given me these gifts and these talents and these skills. How can I use that as an act of worship in my daily life to move, the, advance the gospel, to point people towards Jesus, but also be you know honor the the gifts and talents that He's given us. You know, obviously there's ways to go off off uh, in, into the depraved areas, and there's you know how you spend your time, and there's you know obviously there's there's definitely sinful, terrible behavior that we try to avoid, but don't also don't get seduced by going with the flow not, you know, mm-hmm. living, just living a, a self-centered life that just seems benign, but really is a waste of, of, of the gifts that God has given you. Mm. 
Yeah, I, I agree hundred percent. You know, when, when I think of hands, sometimes, you know, I, I think of the things I won't let go of, yeah. you know, I, I grab onto and, and I won't let go of them. And, and, and those things are to be consecrated to God too, Joe, they're, they're, they're to be surrendered to the Lord too. Talk about the things that a person might hold on to that they just don't give up. They, they just, it's like a, it's like, it's, it's like a, um, you know, a monkey that has a banana and just like, no, I'm not going <laughs> to give it up. Like talk about what some of those things might be and, and the importance to, to have your hands and what you hold consecrated to the Lord. Yeah. You know, um, and I won't, I'm not going to even mention, um, you know, things that we know are wrong, what scripture says, or we know intrinsically God speaks, this and things like that. But I'll, I'll just deal with just things like Mike was touching on, just things in our lives that God says, you know what? Because Jesus said, deny yourself, pick up your cross and follow me. In that simple act that he asks us to do is everything that he has for us, the fullness, the joy, the peace, the 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 the. Um, his presence, and when we hold on to things. So what type of specific things would it be? What would be anything in our life that is actually becoming either bigger or God has, you know, God has said, hey, don't, don't, not because of sin purposes, but because that this is going to take your heart and your mind away from me, Mm -hmm. you know, and I can think of, you know, growing up in Southern California and being, uh, with friends and, and surfing and stuff, you know, that is an enjoyable pleasure. Here, uh, I'm in Utah, it's an enjoyable pleasure because I love to ski and I, I like powder and, and all that. But if that becomes my life, if I set aside, well, I'm not going to, you know, I, I, I had this set up, but I, the snow's really good. I'm going to, you can do that. God gives you freedom in that. But when that becomes a bigger thing in your life that actually keeps things from you, between you and God, then that becomes one of those things, Yeah, you know? Yeah. Amen. I, I think of, you know, I think of practically, you know, for me, it was friends, you know, I, I was holding on, grabbing, you know, just grasping on to, to friendships that were a part of an old life and I wouldn't let them go. And at some point God just kind of pried each finger off of them and said, yeah, the, the, you know, evil communications corrupts good manner. Proverbs 26, 10 says a man should choose his friends carefully because the wicked lead him astray. God had a God had to loosen the grip, right? And so the, there's there's a lot of things. You know, a person might hold on to a career, and they're just they're just holding on. And and you know, it, it again, if you're a believer, you know, Jesus said, "I always do the will of my Father," yeah. right? And so mm-hmm. if you're a believer, um, and God has consecrated you, you're a, you're part of a royal priesthood. The Scripture says, and He's consecrated you from the top of your head to the sole of your feet. The things you do hold on to matter, yeah. right? Um, and, and sometimes, like you said, we could hold on to things that are sinful. We could hold on to bitterness. You know, yeah. we're just grabbing it and we won't let it go. And God's trying to move us on. And so it's, it's funny. When I moved to Utah, we kind of had a, a rule. I was going to fill one U-Haul and everything else had to stay or, or just go somewhere <laughs> else. I pur- We purged probably 20 years of stuff wow. when we moved here. And I remember that going, why was that so important to me? I mean, the good, let's say the goodwill in that zip code got a, got a got big, a got a big biff, <laughs> got a big lift. And, um, and that was a process. It was almost a spiritual process of me saying, you know, God is calling me to this and, and it's time for me to just jettison all the unnecessary so that I can just follow him with free abandon. Yeah. Well, amen. Amen. Well, you guys, the last, the last of these three mentioned, um, uh, from the top of your head to the sole of your feet is the feet where he says, um, and he took some of the blood and he dipped his big toe of his right foot. And, 
that speaks of the paths that the priests would choose to walk in. They were to be consecrated to the Lord. I think of Proverbs chapter three, verse uh, four, five, and six. It says um, that we're we're to acknowledge the Lord. We're not to lean to our own understanding. We're to acknowledge the Lord in all of our ways, and He'll direct our paths. Right, and and I think that's a, that's a huge thing because. The places we walk do matter to God, right? And yeah. and God does order our steps. You know, Scripture talks about the Word being a light and a lamp unto our feet, right? And it it lights up a path. And so God is interested in in where we choose to walk. He's interested in how we choose to walk. You know, um, I think a lot of times people think that you know, well, you become a Christian and and you know, just kind of do what you want. I mean, there there's a misnomer. There there's a misunderstanding, particularly in certain religious contexts. Thinks that. Think, think that grace is you can just do whatever you want. That's not true at all. God is very concerned with the paths that we walk, and he does instruct us. And so you guys, talk about that. T- talk about why it's important that our, our paths and our feet are consecrated to God and how that could adversely impact the other two, right? Because the truth is we could we could set aside our, our ear for God and we can set aside our, our hands for God and hold on to the things, but if we walk— in in the wrong places, it, it's gonna it's gonna damage our ability to do the other two, right? So so talk about that. Why are the paths, Mike? Why are the paths so important to the Lord that we choose places we choose to go? It's an obedience. It's obedience, and and I think that that's some of the hardest things to surrender is our autonomy, hmm. our our, hmm. our desires, our well, you know, what we want. Yeah, yeah. And you know, in my lifetime. God has repeatedly sent me places. 18-year-old Mike would not have chosen those places to go, mm. you know. And it's been fruitful because I followed. At the same time, I can think of times in my life that I hesitated or I went in the wrong direction or I had a bad attitude and it did not go well. It mm. was something that wa- it was something that Mike wanted. It was something that was going to validate me and whatever version of me that I imagine in my mind that God has such a much, much better um, plan for. But there's been times that, you know, there's been times that, that A, I guess you'd say this, there's been times when I was obedient and went somewhere kind of against my better judgment or will, and he blessed me. And there have mm. been many times that I put my, put my feet in the ground and said no, where I went in the wrong direction and God had to, re, had to discipline me. Amen. Joe, in the last minute, talk, talk a little bit about that as well. Talk about how why it's important for a person who's listening to choose the paths of the Lord. Yeah, I, I, I think Mike hit it, and I just want to piggyback on when he talked about autonomy. We, we think that, uh, you know, we, we have our own lives. We can do whatever we want and, and stuff. But God is, is so concerned about us. He wants to lead us in places of victory mm-hmm. and not in places of defeat. Mm-hmm. And so he will take us to the places that will bless us, and he will have his hand upon us. If we go our own way, like Mike said, he will bring us back. He will discipline us. That's right. I, I think of what the psalmist said, the paths of the Lord drip with abundance, you know, and I also think of the other side of that, which says that, um, that the path of the unrighteous or the way of the transgressor is hard. Mm. And so there are paths and God wants, God wants us to choose his path. And so obviously mm-hmm. say, listen, if, if you're, if you're listening here and, and, and you realize, man, I, I need to commit my ear to the Lord. I need, I'm holding on to things that need to go. I'm walking absolutely in the wrong path, going in places I shouldn't be. Then it's real simple. 
The blood is what sanctifies that. Christ has sanctified the ear, the hand, and the feet. And if you apply that to your life, then God will forgive you. He'll redirect your thoughts. He'll redirect the things you hold on to, and he'll certainly redirect the way you walk. And so why not surrender your heart to Jesus Christ? Mm-hmm. Listen, we're out of time for today. Uh, we want to let you know that Jesus died for you. He offers you righteousness free of charge. It's his righteousness, not your own. You don't earn it. You don't work for it. You just accept it. Why not do that? We hope to see you next time or hear from you next time here on Shouts of Grace. God bless you. Thank you for joining us on today's episode of Shouts of Grace Radio, practical conversations from God's Word hosted by Pastor Steve Pearson. We hope that you have been encouraged to see the Bible as God's source of truth for everyday life and grace as the foundation for a genuine relationship with God. If today's conversation encouraged you in your journey following and learning more about Jesus, we would love to hear from you. You can visit us online at shoutsofgraceradio.com. At shoutsofgraceradio.com, you can listen to all of our episodes, share them online with your friends, and find out more about Pastor Steve. Shouts of Grace is an outreach of Redemption Hill Church in Saratoga Springs, Utah. Thank you again for joining us on today's show. And from all of us at Shouts of Grace, it is our prayer that you would grow in the grace and knowledge of Jesus Christ. Shouts of Grace.